This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 179, and today we're going to show you how to recognize and engage in healthy conflict in a way that both repairs relationships and shows the world what God is like. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Good to be with you, Heath. Hey, man. Driving over today, saw uh, something I haven't seen in about 10 months, 9 months, and it's 12 flags are starting to make appearances. Yeah, it's almost, here we are entering into pre-season yeah. Seahawks. Seahawks. Which boom, 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 blue thunder. Yeah. I've lived a few places and I don't know if there's a a culture rage of sports in any of the other places. Like I was in San Diego and the Chargers were there and people are kinda of Chargers fans. There are Tennessee. some cities that probably kick our butts when it comes to fan loyalty yeah. and, and going nuts. But yeah, this is definitely Seahawks. It's like wow. gardens. You know, it's like watching flowers start to bloom. Now you've seen flowers. I know not all things. of our listeners are into sports. I'm not Mr. Sports, but sure. I'm kind of into the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I didn't talk a whole lot about this last season of the Sea Wolves, but I do have to mention Sea Wolves, MLR, Major League Rugby, Championship. My son and I flew down to San Diego a few weeks back. Oh my gosh, the best ever. So if you if you're into rugby anyway, but yeah, you're fun. right. It's it's there's 12 flags all over yeah, the place now. People are gearing up. Russell Wilson's yeah. back. We have a whole new team this year. Should. What if there was conflict in the locker room at all? <laughs> is that the reason for it? Oh man, preseason there is because who gets cut? Who's making it? Who's yeah. you know, right blah 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 blah. Like half the team is not half the team, right? I mean, yeah. the guys have the big contracts, but a lot of the guys are on the bubble. Well, and you know, we have so many professional football players that listen to this show that we're like hey this is the time of year we want to talk about conflict. just want to just a little shout out to russell yeah hey russ sorry i'll text you when we're done i forgot to get you back and pete carroll stop calling me so much this is annoying <laughs> <laughs> conflict it is a part of life we yep. have all dealt with it right it comes in different forms disagreements or frustrations or irritations uh-huh. or unmet expectations why do you think conflict arises and do you think it's always a bad thing or do you think it's necessary, actually, to move forward towards growth in relationships? I love conflict, brother. Oh, me too. I do. No, I, <laughs> I shouldn't say it. I, I don't hate conflict. I know yeah. some people are like, oh, I, I, I hate conflict. I have to avoid conflict. That's what I say. I'm not afraid of it when I have to address it. Like, I, and, and I think overarching, it's like, like uh, conflict is not necessarily bad. It's what you do with it. Hmm. That's right. Because like, I like to change the word conflict to friction in okay. my mind. And like friction's a good thing. Without mm. friction, you can't walk. You can't move forward. Your car wouldn't roll. Without mm. friction, sex wouldn't feel good. Yeah. Without friction, you couldn't pick up food on your fork. Friction's not yeah, a bad thing, yeah. but it can also be used in bad ways. So mm. um, when we hear the word conflict, though, it's usually and pretty automatically perceived as a negative thing. Mm. Well, if it's negative, let's avoid it, right? However, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, is that conflict can be either a positive or a negative thing. Mm. And... I'm going to maybe make the case for there's more positive to it than negative uh, coming up here. Um, therefore, not all conflict needs to be resolved. Hmm. How about that? Not all conflict needs to be resolved. The key really is understanding the difference. Okay. So um, I was doing a little bit of research on this and collaborative justice writer, Not <laughs> there's not a term you hear all the time, <laughs> and, and professional mediator Ken Johnson helped me better frame the two types of conflict that we experience. Okay. And I was going to say, buckle up. This gets deep. 
but it's really insightful and helpful. Okay. okay? So the bad kind of conflict that everyone knows and loathes is known by conflict management professionals as catabolic conflict. Hmm. Okay. Now, catabolic, we've maybe heard that word used other words. Catabol catabolism from the Greek word kato means downward and then balin to throw. So this catabolic means to set a pathways that breaks down, that goes hmm. down. So this type of conflict is usually typified by chronic and unresolved issues of confusion. Okay. That's what I've learned from Ken. Uh, role identity, communication imbalances of power and duties think about mm. perceived injustice issues around the world is there conflict racial sure. tension yeah a history of improperly handled disputes feeling excluded etc as you're talking about that i'm thinking this sounds so much like the work of our enemy satan right confusion deception destruction exclusion yep uh, it just sounds like all of his attributes in one right so that's the bad kind of conflict and you see the things it comes from now by contrast good conflict which is known as anabolic conflict, hmm. is rarely talked about. Even in most professional circles, I found out. Anabolic conflict is typified by open discourse, honesty, investigation, and introspection of key processes and those involved, hmm. acceptance of diverse ideas, collaboration, right? Yeah. Think about last time you collaborated and went well. Was there any conflict? Was there differences of yeah, ideas? Absolutely. Yeah, but right, that was a good thing. That's how you came to the best you yeah, know. you need it. So to better understand, anabolic processes tend toward building up. So if you go to the root of all that, that anabolic processes build up. These processes produce growth. Mm -hmm. So see, not all conflict's bad. Some of it produces growth. The problem with conflict is that the two types, these anabolic and catabolic, good and bad, usually run counterintuitive to us mm. okay in our inherent emotional state as humans so anabolic conflict the good kind it's in your face and it's open yeah catabolic conflict by contrast the bad kind it's very subtle and it may take a long time to grow and show itself hmm. so therefore human nature is to sort of squash the conflict that's most apparent because it's in your face and it's you got to talk about it and it's ongoing the good kind and we sort of adjust to the subtle conflict that no one can quite put their finger on. Hmm. It's that bad old catabolic type. Okay. It's interesting though, right? Because you kind of view it in a sense, like as you're, as you're saying that, I'm thinking about even cholesterol. Like it's all bad. Like, no, it's, you actually have to have good <laughs> cholesterol because you, need you it, die yeah. without it. Yeah. yeah, right. And so typically, though, even just the word is so such a dirty word. It's like, ah, oh, there's conflict in our marriage. There's conflict in it. It's like, well, that's not always a terrible thing it actually is necessary to to move forward yeah and don't miss it that it's counterintuitive to us the yeah. kind that's good the kind that's you know go, to go back to to his definition the kind that's typified by open discourse honesty introspection mm -hmm. acceptance of diversity of ideas having to collaborate with people we we tend to like avoid that and squash that because you know it takes effort yeah. but then, then we'll embrace the kind that sort of lurks and yeah. it's over time, and it's about exclusion, and you know, and oh, yeah, I get that, man. Chronic and confusing, and I, you know, we'll just let that simmer, right? You know, I think one lie that I've was raised up thinking is that, man, when two people are happy, or when a community's happy, or there's a bunch of Christians together, there's never going to be a disagreement. And then you go work for a church, and you go, well, it's not, it's not. Or get like, married, or have a yeah. child that you love, and they love you. You know, yeah, it's always going to happen. So, like, yeah. even every missional community that I've been a part of has had Me some too. conflict, good, Me too. bad. Uh, 
and that's what you get, right? When you enter in a mix with a bunch of people different that are different than you, they've got different preferences, priorities. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. And it seems like it should be expected. Do you think there are ways to actually get in on the front end of conflict before it gets to be this? What do you mean by get in on the front end? Like to, to chop it before, like, can you actually start oh. handling things on the front end before you? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so, actually. Huh. I don't think there's, uh, no, because then that, then now you're trying to guess at what people think. Okay. And how they might that respond. Yeah. Like, I don't really, I won't bring it up because it could be, they might think differently than me. So I don't know. Mm. I don't think so. I, and I think maybe that's actually runs counter to God's plans. Believe it or not, um, conflict presents us with the best opportunities for discipleship. Think about it because it pushes on and it rubs our most selfish, confused, fearful selves. Hmm. Conflict does. Like, well, why? He said we're leaving at seven. I don't want to leave at seven. I don't want to wait till eight. I don't want to get it so early. And it's like, right? Yeah. Conf- that's conflict. But some people are like, well, I guess we'll just like, could we discuss it? Yeah. So conflict shines an immediate light on our unbelief, our pride, like you already said, preference. God has created, or you might want to think of it as allows or works through conflict. Sure. He's created conflicts in relationship as a way of restoring us to his original plan. There was a great conflict on the cross of Christ that mm. was ultimately a good, well, very good. No, actually the best good, the best <laughs> thing that's ever happened in human history. Yeah. That was God's eternal plan. He knew he was going to send Christ to the cross before he created Adam and Eve. Mm. He knew there would be the ultimate conflict hmm. to resolve us and him, our relationship with him, sure. our relationships with each other. So we don't need to fear or avoid conflict, that anabolic good conflict. We need to embrace it as an opportunity for growth and healing and closeness in relationship and trust. Hmm. In fact, without the conflict of the cross, we would have no relationship with God and really very little hope of true vibrant, intimate relationships with other other humans. So can you uh, maybe give us some ideas or some steps for resolving a current conflict that's happening now, like either in your community or between you and another person? Maybe shed the light into, into something personally going on with you right now. But it's a person, it's going on. It's yeah, a going on right thing. now. Yeah. So remember from our definition and understanding of the, the anabolic or good type of conflict, it's typified by open discourse. That mm. means, that means talk. <laughs> Yeah, that means like something came up. There's a difference of opinion. There's a misunderstanding. There's I'm not clear. Whatever. There's so quote conflict, and so it's it it's now going to be dealt with with open discourse. Hmm. It's because it's going on. It's now like keep short accounts, right? Don't go to bed on your anger. That kind of thing. Sure. Honesty. Don't hide what you're thinking. Be honest about. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't like that. Hmm. I'm not sure if I'd see it that same way. I'm not sure if everybody would. Right? Honest yep. uh, investigation and introspection of other people's processes and ideas. Like, how did you? So, what led you to think that? Yeah, what did I there? say that? You know, like I'm not pushing on you, bro. I'm just saying what did what did I say that took you there? Sure. Right. Um, acceptance of diverse ideas. You know, I once had somebody say to me, Caesar, can there be two ideas in the room at the same time? Hmm. like yours and anybody else's like could someone else have a different opinion or not yeah you know right they were were teaching me something about you know and collaboration so Hmm. if it's going on now it's going to take open discourse you need to be honest about your opinion uh, how you feel about it like i'm owning my thing in this investigating of others processes how did you go there or what did i do to tip you into that like i don't i love you and i don't want that to be the case i don't want to speak in ways that you sense this or feel unloved or whatever right man one thing just even now as you're talking i'm thinking that 
if, if me or if you or anyone who's listening is not living really with the belief that they're already loved and accepted by God now and forever perfectly, it would be really hard to, or maybe even impossible to even have some, some of these conversations, right? To actually engage dialogue in this way. That's right. And I think that's why the good kind of conflict can become the old kind that's stuffed away and hidden away. Sure. And people, it's not resolved. It's chronic. Yep. It's like, yep, it's always the same thing. That's because we've never really discussed it. I've never been honest. I've always wore a mask or I've said what I think you wanted to say because I just want to get out of the conflict or whatever. Yeah. And and you're right. And, it, and, and you're, nailing the, you're nailing it because if we don't believe that we're accepted and God loves us perfectly, we'll never, quote, risk being honest and getting into a conversation and, and, and looking for actually like, hey, this is an opportunity for growth, for yeah. change, for me to grow closer to you because now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seek to understand and I'm going to grow because of that. And you know what? God probably, in fact, maybe always brings <laughs> about this, quote, conflict to point out where we're not like Christ and that he's working on us. I talk about this in marriage counseling all the time, and I just Mm. did some pre-marriage counseling. I said, you know, the things about your spouse or future spouse or whatever that bug you the most are the parts of your life that are not like Christ. Mm. The things that you still hold too tight or you're, you know, really prideful about or you think you're, (laughs) you know. And so you know that God's, in his love for you, built that into your spouse. Yeah. Like, they're not that way because it's a flaw. They're that way because you're flaw and God's sanding on you. Yeah. It's like right? a magnifying glass on yourself. But you can't, yeah. you won't go in there if you don't believe you're loved. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, you, you, love makes us bulletproof. <laughs> mm. That is true, dude. And this seems to be like universal advice, right? Not not just in a specific sphere, but it's every sphere. You got marriage, you got parenting, uh, social media, which is a huge one, friendships, working relationships. Like, this advice. Like oh yeah, said, this is transcends all spheres. Yeah, because if you're in, if you have other any other human around you, the only way to avoid all this mm-hmm. is live isolated. Hmm. And guess what? A lot of people do, and and we hide behind like, well, I'm just introverted. Like, yeah. no, you really want to avoid conflict at all great costs because you might be changed by. Hmm. You might have to admit you're not God, or you might have to engage in a dialogue or a discourse. Sure. Yeah, you know, um, let's talk about something that I can actually say, even in my own life, has caused a lot of hurt, and that's. We've talked a little bit about, about current conflict. Let's like shed the light backwards towards the past and talk about resolving conflicts and moving towards some relief and restoration from conflict that maybe has come from a hurt in a relationship many years ago. What mm. would you say to that? Okay. Well, many of the same tools, I think, apply here. Okay. Okay. But there's a, there's a difference. So some of the, the same tools of time and open discourse and honesty and investigation and acceptance of ideas and seeking other perspectives, that still applies. Mm-hmm. But when it happened years ago or is really well-worn and stuffed under the rug kind of thing, sure. here, you're going to have to first start off by bringing up the conflict. Hmm. Right, just right away, think about it. Like, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. to resolve the conflict, I have to bring up bring conflict, it back up? which yeah. is feels like an is conflict. Yeah, yep. okay, which, yeah, it feels like a huge conflict in and of itself. So definitely start by praying and asking God for words and the timing. Sure. So like, it's like, hey, I haven't seen this person in a really long time. Well worn conflict. I'm at a birthday party. Hi. Happy birthday to you know what, man? I've always you know, it's like that's probably not the time, right? Yeah. Um, so ask God for that. Um, start from a place of humility and honesty. 
Like if there's conflict, it, there is no conflict from one person. It's always two. Yeah. And does there's, it's not a blame issue. If you want to resolve conflict, it's not about blame placement. So start from a place of humility and honesty. Um, speak in me terms. Avoid you did this or mm. said this or you know when you did you know don't start there. Yeah. Now if a person asks a question, you can like what did what did I say that led you to believe that? You can say well mm. when you said this, but don't start you know you know don't point fingers right. The old yep. school like when you point your finger, there's four point back. Right. Yeah. Um, we use the one I use a lot is like. The, the question the clarifying question of like help me to understand uh-huh that's a good question like hey man that's what, exactly what you, i'm talking about yeah help so me that's understand a great what you place to start out right yeah um remember the bad type of conflict it, the catabolic is usually typified by chronic and unresolved issues mm-hmm. now how does something go unresolved because we loved self more than the other person sure so we didn't go there um confusion over sometimes our role or you know or identity, communication issues, communication generally at the core of these things. Sure. Imbalances of power and duties. So think, you know, think about it like in a relationship, do you feel like a person always has it over on you? There's no, there's no way. I can remember when I was a kid and, you know, uh, much of the way my dad would parent it was, there's no asking any kind of a question because I said, hmm. there was this imbalance of power that was so perceived and so strong that there was no worth, there was no use trying. And so certain issues just never got yeah. talked about, never got resolved. Right. Yep. And so, but as always, I have to say that the thing that the behind every conflict lives a series of lies and unbelief. Yep. And we talk about it almost on every yeah, episode. Almost every episode, episode yeah. And getting to that and replacing that with the truth about God and ourselves and how we get to live, that's always the goal. It's mm. always the goal. That's what discipleship is, and that's what we've been called to do and why we're on the planet, and how we experience the kingdom of heaven now. Hmm. It's here. Yeah. So, you know, people, you know, we sing songs and we pray and worship. We can't wait for heaven. Oh my God, I can't wait for Jesus to get back so I'll get to heaven. Jesus said the kingdom is now. <laughs> Start entering into it. Yeah. Enter into it, right? How do you enter into it? You resolve conflict. You live open. You live freely. So with like, back to your question a little bit, Yeah. what do you do with old hurts and past relationships? Guess what? You're going to actually have to enter into that conflict. You have to mm-hmm. bring it up and yeah. you have to listen and you got to start from a place of humility. All the things that Jesus is. Yeah. And came to be and do. <laughs> we you know, get to be and do. I would encourage people listening to this episode, if it's if they feel like there's something going on in their heart about this, uh, I would say the flip side of this coin is also episode 115, where we talk about how to move from forgiveness to reconciliation. Because yeah. reconciliation does take two parties. It's easy to go like, ah, I forgive them. I mean, how, how often does that happen where you're like, I know there's tension here, but you know what? That's cool. I don't want to enter into it. Like, I just forgave him. You're like, well... Conflict isn't resolved, Conflict's and reconciliation still, still hasn't That's happened. That's right. And yeah. I kept bumping up against that, too. I was like, oh, we cover so much of that in there. So yeah. I would say if if you're dealing, if you're listening to this and you're going, this is helpful, but but you know, I need to go further, yeah. go listen to episode 115. Yeah. It'll take you into the next page, you know, the next chapter of this. So One of the things that gives me hope in, in just discussing it here on this episode is that it does appear that resolving conflict in, in relationships, not only like... Is the pressure valve in some of our friendships and relationships, but it also it does point forward to this kingdom that is coming, where conflict will just be a thing of the past. Don't you think so? I do. 
I do. It's like foretelling see, of the good kingdom. You see Jesus, you know, his life and he's the way he is with people. And you're going like, that's what the kingdom's going to be like. And he's healing people. And that's what the kingdom's going to be like. There's no yeah. more sickness or death or pain. And he's feeding people who don't have enough. And he's, he's undoing injustices and he's treating the least like the best. And, you know, the kingdom is like a banquet where the, yeah. the forgotten and the downtrodden get seated right up front and, you know, given the best food and the best robe, right? Yeah. And so as, as we believe that God has given us conflict mm-hmm. so that we can be conformed to the image of Christ, which makes it a good thing. And, sure. and he modeled that on the cross, our entering into conflict and listening and loving and trusting and resolving shows people like, oh, there is hope. Yeah. And guess what? There is a day, like you said, there is a day coming where there'll be no more conflict. Yeah. It'll all be put away. Isn't that exciting? Like, oh, it's so great. We'll but never th- be like, hey, Jesus says dinner served. And it's like, oh, but don't hide out under a rock until then, yeah. waiting for that day. Because part of what it means to be the chosen, yeah. the elect, is that we get to live that now. Yeah. We get to. Oh, oh it's so such free. good news, man. <laughs> I love it, man. And what a beautiful, like I said, I've said this before. Some of the best avenues for mission between relationships of people that don't yet know Jesus in our neighborhood have been people watching the way that me and other Jesus followers deal with conflict absolutely it is they go like what is it about you guys that you guys because it's a stark contest to the world and turn on the news and how politicians deal with everything and it's a stark contrast and we get to yeah we don't pass blame and run away we enter into it (laughs) yeah it's 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 so amazing man okay so let's get to the big three again the big three are the takeaways that we want you to have like right here right now if you get nothing else out of this episode (laughs) we'd love for you to get the big three and you can get those for free all you have to do is go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 179. Caesar, what would you say the big three are for this week? I wonder if people just fast forward to this sometimes. Yeah, just listen. maybe. I don't know. They're just like, we're <laughs> going to get the printout. Anyway, the big three. Here's the first one. Start by determining if the conflict that you're experiencing is good or bad hmm. conflict. Bad conflict is usually, again, uh, typified by ongoing and unresolved issues of confusion or identity communication problems, imbalance of power or duties. But the good, the beneficial type of conflict will be current. It'll be collaborative. People with different opinions or desires will all be working toward a common ground and a solution. That's Mm. good stuff. Yeah. That's how we get conformed. That's how we have our unbelief and selfishness and pride and, uh, you know, you know, our preferences and all that stuff get pointed out. And Mm. yeah, so it's good. Second, God has created conflict in relationship. Hmm. as a way of restoring us. Hmm. I know some people say he doesn't create conflict. He he, he sent his son to die on a cross yeah. <laughs> to wage the greatest war against sin and death ever, right? When Jesus came as our God taking on flesh among his humanity that he hmm. created, he was entering into conflict. He was on a conflict mission. You know, yeah. Jesus took our sin and conflict upon himself. And, and you know what? Our sin and conflict died and was buried with him, never to be seen again. Hmm. That is good news. Yeah. And then he rose to new eternal life. And we can have that life free of conflict and enjoying close relationships too. Mm-hmm. That's, like we said, that's living on earth as it is in heaven. It reminds me, even if you says, you just said Jesus took our sin and conflict upon himself. And, and I'm thinking, man. And then he says, come and follow me. And you go like, wow, we get Amen, to be reflections brother. of that as well. Oh, so good. So good. All right, third third of the big three when entering into conflict be open to dialogue and honesty and acceptance of others ideas and Mm. perspectives remember that your identity is not being attacked if someone has a different opinion yep an an issue uh, or difference of opinion is being resolved that's a good thing yeah 
And for older, unresolved conflict that has damaged relationships, start from a place of humility. Mm-hmm. Try to own whatever part of the issue that you can. Yep. Seek to forgive the other person or parties and then seek their forgiveness as well. All of that before trying to resolve the issue. Yeah. Right? And, and again, I just want to point out that episode 115, how to move from forgiveness to reconciliation, yep. is sort of like where we, we should go next in this conversation. But time is about up, so uh, there you go. Unfortunately. Again, you get the big three from this week. The takeaways by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 179. You'll get them right away. Hey, join us on Facebook, would you? Yeah. I want to see more and more people. I don't know. We, we, we Several hundred on there, yeah. but I'd love to see... I don't know. Like, I love everybody to get on there. Like, yeah. I know y'all like follow your Facebook and all that. So if like any of this is found interesting, get on there and then it'll, you'll start to you'll be able to join us in a few other conversations. Yeah. So it's find us, fun. find the Life School podcast on there, hit join and, and we'll do that and you'll be with us and the thing will get bigger and better. Yeah. And if you haven't left us a review on iTunes yet, we, uh, we love reviews and we love stars. And what that does <laughs> is it lets iTunes know that, Hey, this is a podcast that, uh, that we should tell other people about. Yeah, I don't know if people notice we, we read the reviews. Yeah. Or some of them, most yeah, of them. When they try to read in, them yeah. all. And you're gonna get your you're gonna get your review read, your name, your little minor fame here yeah. on the old life school podcast. <laughs> You'll be an internet sensation. <laughs> you know, next week's uh, show is gonna be so fun that I don't think we should even it's a give a super secret episode. Yeah. We're not even gonna We're not even gonna tell you about it. You're just gonna have to join us and be amazed. <laughs> We'll have that for you next Monday. (laughs) Be with us on that. And again, thanks for joining us today. We are sure glad you did. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) 